Tenchi, get in here, son. Yeah, Dad? What's wrong? Son, you're getting older. It's time I gave you the talk. The talk? Yeah. Uh, the birds and the bees, the cats and the spaceships. Oh, I already... Wait, did you say spaceships? Son, there's six kinds of women. You got okay. your tomboys, you got your princesses, you got Wait. your really young okay. ones... You got your uh, really old ones that seem really young, and they're kind of smart and cocky. You got your dumb blondes, and then you got your cat-slash-spaceships. Okay, now, I'm familiar with most of those, but could you go over the spaceship part again? Ah, uh, so young, so naive. You know what they say, men are from Earth, women are from Jirai. Uh, and they rode in on one of the other women? Son, I'm I very confused, Dad. Son, I think you're asking too many questions. Just... Get in there and do things naturally. Uh, okay. So, All right. like, surround myself with as many women as possible, but never pursue any of them? Yeah, yeah, something like that. All right, you're the chosen one now. Have fun. Chosen one? Well, I guess I better get started. Get ready! Love and leave you crying! It's gonna hurt you to tell your father's dying! Can't escape this! How are you doing that sound? I'm just hitting my leg a lot. <laughs> it sounds wooden. Thank you. <laughs> you got that old wooden. <laughs> it sort of is. Knock, 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 knock. All right, man. Um, yeah, so Tenshi Muyo. Um, <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, my name is Ben. And I'm Zane. And this is your beloved Carton Cast. Please don't fall in love with us. But we are a podcast which reviews old cartoons, sometimes anime, and see what we think of them as adults. The Carton Cast. We have slumbered for thousands of years, and now it's time to do nothing in particular. Except with our dicks. <laughs> Just hang out. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Rocking out. With, with our trying out. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yeah, like, like I said, this is sort of a show that might only be relevant now that we're looking back on it as adults like i don't know what i would have gotten out of this as a kid but it probably wouldn't have been good it probably would have been something that i would need to talk to a therapist about well i think the show itself was somewhat misrepresented in the advertising um but we'll get into i'm that. not certain about that but let, let's talk about what the show is sure all right so zane i chose tenchi muyo and now you have to try to figure out a way and i choose pikachu go <laughs> I think you might win that battle. Um, Tenchi Muyo, uh, Ryo Oki, was released in Japan in 1992, and it started as a six-episode miniseries, but uh, it was later expanded, and the final episodes of the original continuity didn't air until 2005. I, I have no idea which episodes I watched. I, I, I tried to watch the one where they just start the plot. Yeah, I watched the—so they broke them up into what are called OVAs, 
which yeah i still have no idea what that is i tried looking it up it, it's, <laughs> it's it seems like it's just a regular thing but people are like oh no well there's very technical differences like <laughs> well, I, it's uh, like a cartoon right <laughs> it says original cartoon. video animation i'm like yeah it's a, oh it's a cartoon. so it's like one of those like very smurfs christmas direct video sort of deals yeah i can um, respect that so the there were three of them in the main series and i watched through the first two um, the first like, two series? Yeah, like the first six episodes and then the second seven episodes. Holy shit, dude. I was bored. What's wrong with you? I thought it was pretty good, and it didn't really feel right to jump around. Apparently, you, were just trying to, you were just trying to beat your big old nasty off, weren't you? Well, apparently <laughs> apparently the third OVA like is really bad, and it introduces a bunch of things and doesn't explain them, and everyone turns into God, and it's like... Um, it's not considered good. <laughs> hey, accepting the God thing, it has a, see a difference. It has, it has a big O movement. <laughs> I like I like the way you phrase that. Whenever you say big O in any context, can you describe it as a big O movement? <laughs> um, so this show also spawned two other shows, Tenchi Universe and Tenchi in Tokyo, mm. which are... Do they both have boobies? <laughs> yes. Oh, they, well, that's good. They had alternate timelines. Sticking to the source material, I <laughs> but, but a lot of the Wise same move. characters and plot lines. Um, uh-huh. And it also has some novels, manga, movies, just just a ton of stuff. Yeah, this was very popular. Um, I remember it being on Toonami, which was a little confusing because, you know, it's the same thing that has Hamtaro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like to think that those two demographics are not the same one. Man, yet- kids growing up so young these days, huh? That's right. And the, um, uh, yeah, I by mean, the it, way, it, it I, have... I need to give, I need to give a, like a disclaimer at the top of the episode here. This is, Gary, <laughs> I don't know. Like this is, Reme- this, remember this our cousins. The trappings of, of what could become our, the smuttiest episode we've done so far. Remember our cousin Skeeter episode? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this is that, but for women. Like, <laughs> we just Instead have to, puppets? we have to try to work through it. We're just going to power through. Um, much like I think Tenchi. the trick. The trick, as far as Tenchi is concerned, is just to pretend you have no libido and run away whenever you're confused. And it did... The the show did earn some of its tsunami cred because there was a fair bit of, like, action and space pirate whatevers mashed in with all the harem stuff, uh, which so I, I think... I think we should actually talk about the harem genre right away. Yeah. Or at least, you know, as far as Tenchi Munio dips into it. Yeah. Dives into it, thrusts just, into it. Just the tip. It. Just the tip. Uh, the tip of his sword? Mm-hmm. I get it. So, now, I guess this is, uh, this is, this is kind of like a shonen, like, it's, it's, it's right at the tail end of, like, your shonen demographic, you know, where you get your Naruto's and Dragon DBZ-esques. Mm-hmm. But, uh, because you you still have all the trappings of that genre, you still have action scenes, space garbage, and super a young Saiyan man hair. with a sword. Yeah, I, I assume he eventually becomes a super saiyan, eh. um, as young men in their in Japan are wont to do. <laughs> but then it uh, then it then it heavily also focuses on you know uh, a bunch of ladies and relationship stuff, and you know you you re- you recall your definition for signin. Mm-hmm. How it was an older demographic. It was still targeted to males from like uh, late teens to like the mid forties or something like that. This 
show felt to me sort of, and, and the harem anime in general in certain aspects, feels like this transition from shonen to seinen. And I think it's considered a bit unique among harem because it straddles that line, among other things. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to keep happening. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it, it it does a lot more with characterization and powering and all that stuff. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot more hero's journey than hero's weekend. I I, I disagree. I thought it was more uh, is more day in the life of than an actual hero journey mm-hmm. to me. Um, it's just that day the day in the life of Tenchi is fraught with space piracy and like epileptic special effects. See, I saw it more as like two different shows occupying the same space. Uh, like superposition of states yeah it there's yeah I, I think it might just be because we're so used to saying oh that's a type anime that's a different type anime right. whereas we can just kind of watch cartoons and like that's a cartoon yeah um, so the- so we're 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 used to sort of demarcating what makes them in that genre yeah this and- this show is part of the harem genre in the same way big o was in the mech genre in that you know, some of the time that's that's what it is. But there's a good forty percent that's not. Yeah, and, and this is better at integrating it than Big O. <laughs> but because it's... at least you have the same characters in the same yeah. part. It, yeah, they they didn't they didn't uh, need to shoo in Queen from off stage to give us the scene transition. Sure. Nice. But uh, yeah, um, it's this is this show was hugely popular popular among you know. <laughs> Male, uh, male teens in <laughs> in America, um, so this was a lot of people's introduction to this genre and into anime in general. I remember a lot of people sort of talking about it um, in mm-hmm. under hushed tones. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. No one was proud of watching this show. I think it's safe to say. <laughs> yeah, not like Hamtaro, where you go into school and you you know trade in cards. Oh, trade you my Oxnard. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with your Oxnard! I'm a boss man. <laughs> Don't want none. <laughs> um, let I'll me give just, you uh, five ox nods for you, howdy. I got a couple more uh, production creds. Yeah, um, tell me about them. So the show was created by Hiroki Hayashi and Masaki Kajishima, who's, uh, whose first name became Tenchi's last name, Masaki. Hmm. Um, and he also I wasn't made, aware he had a last name. He also made the anime Duel. Um, but the name Tenchi Muyo, like the name of the show, like Muyo, I thought for a long first. time was his last name. It's yeah. not. Nope. <laughs> well, Tenchi Masaki, I think, means, like, heaven and earth or something. I don't know. Something garbage. But Tenchi Muyo means no need for Tenchi. Yeah. Like, which... he's not necessary. That would have been really fun subversion if they went through the whole show and just shoved him out of the way. <laughs> Beat a pipsqueak. And, We're uh... just living at your house. You don't have to be <laughs> weird about it. <laughs> like, like, he's a bit character. Like, he shows up in the last episode and is like, all right, this is my yeah. show now. Yeah, and like he makes it. Yeah, exactly. There's this, there's a really funny, uh, there's a really funny strip in uh, in the webcomic Goblins, um, mm-hmm. which has like this whole splash page of this one goblin who's like, "This is my time. I've trained every every moment of my life. This is where goblin ferocity meets you know structured discipline." And then he just gets fucking swatted out of the way by the villain, just yeah. like it was nothing. No one even knows his name. It's great. It's sad. Um, no, it's great. And the show was released by... A bunch by... of women also removed their clothing and rubbed up against him as well. Great. 
Uh, and the show was released by Funimation and Madman Entertainment. <laughs> I like Madman Entertainment. <laughs> Didn't they also do uh, Tasmania? I don't fucking know, man. I want them. I want to believe it. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So Tenchi Muyo. Let's talk about the plot. <laughs> it takes a little bit to explain in full. Okay. So don't bother explaining it. Long ago in a distant <laughs> no, 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 no. land. It's like super not important. <laughs> like I really don't I really don't know what's going on in this story. I never like had I never had the inclination that I needed to know any of it to enjoy what I was going to enjoy. I I I enjoyed it and I thought that it came together pretty well, but I can also see enjoying it without it. I I don't know if you so you didn't watch like a whole first season or something I like think, that. I think I watched like the first 5 episodes. Dude, the sixth one ties it all together. <laughs> Man, I got bored. <laughs> I got, <laughs> just like that. Tenchi blew up. Now there's no reason to watch the show. <laughs> so, long ago, <laughs> okay, uh, fine. a demon was defeated by the legendary samurai Yosho. And now his mm. descendant, Tenchi, releases the demon because he's a teenager and teenagers make bad decisions. Yeah, you can just, like, pick the lock. <laughs> his grandpa basically told him like don't press the red button tenchi just don't try not to do it i know you're like really interested at, you know what if you really want to do it i'm gonna leave my key here i bet you won't do it pussy um, so he releases the demon ryoko who turns out to be an alien criminal and she's followed by the alien princess ayeka and her sister sasami and their spaceships crash and they all end up care. stranded at tenchi's house and now they all no. live together i don't care zane it's just, like, not important. Like, didn't you ever wonder why they were all just living together? No. Did you? Well, in the first couple episodes, they're like, everyone's trying to kill him. And they're trying mm -hmm. to kill each other. And then they just kind of, like, mm, we live together. one of those things, like, I would be really confused, I guess, if I came at it as somebody who had never heard of the harem genre before. But, you know, culture has defined, defined this show to me better than the plot ever could. Like, the plot to me was stuff happens that's vaguely related to either Ryoko or the home planet Jirai or space cops, but it's not really clear how, and it only serves to make the to make uh, Tenchi protect women in the plot. Yeah, I mean... Like, that's, that's... And it's not so much that this isn't a compelling plot, it's just that it really can't be, because the basis of the show, you know, like, a man protecting all the women, just completely undermines the possibility of character pr progression or development i i actually disagree um i thought that the macro plot added to the whole like roommate drama stuff um and it <laughs> it gave them reasons for why they like tenchi because otherwise i can't see it they like they just explained <laughs> it after the fact they retroactively decided why well, they had liked tenchi well they each kind of have their own reasons although he's he's the the only man on earth <laughs> it's like why the last man but um but yeah it does kind of have this weird switch because some episodes are like the first avengers movie and then other episodes are like the second avengers movie if the second avengers movie was like the real world or some other reality show where they just live together <laughs> this is a weird comparison <laughs> <laughs> yeah but think about it maybe we should just cut in some sounds of hulk growling <laughs> the uh <laughs> So, well, you know, there's, there's, I agree that there's some roommate drama that gets a little bit more textured over time, but what I mean by 
they don't have character progression is that they never behave any differently than they already do. They might have different reasons for behaving the way they do, but their their personalities are like sort of like two adjective personalities mm-hmm. that you might encounter in high school. I th- because that's the market. I thought there was a little more depth. I thought that they stay true to their Depends roles. Depends on where you look. Well, I thought they stay true to their roles, but grow over the course of the series. They're just really bad at expressing themselves. Yeah, I think that's kind of not true. I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> well, how much did you see of, like, Sorry, Washu? Like, just discard your opinions out of no, hand. Well, like, how much did you see of Washu? I, I saw her for a minute and got tired. She's <laughs> one of the best characters. You really, really need to watch the second season. She's, like, one of the characters that I think I would have liked earlier on when I, like, didn't have an internet connection. But that's we'll, about it. We'll we'll talk about her in the in the in the character <laughs> section. But I think there's a lot to I, I, her. You will you will talk about her. <laughs> Great. So uh, I I honestly think that this show is a lot more shallow than you seem to be giving it credit for. It's not to say I didn't like it. I just think that the appeal is gimmickry, i.e. boobies. <laughs> so that, that that's you're my not take on you're it. not wrong. There is a hot spring scene, and it is most of an episode. They're also getting drunk in the hot spring. This is like. My greatest wish. That's great. <laughs> um, what about the hot spring is so enticing? So, so like you can you can see by our our dialogue, listener, beloved fans, uh, senpai, that uh, you that it, the the plot, although it might be there, it's really not that important. Mm-hmm. Like like you agree with that at least, right? I mean, I agree that the half of the show that is about the sex is the, the like the plot's not important. But if you took out all that stuff, you would still have like a space venturing kind of thing. That's you'd have a pretty bad one, though. Uh, I mean, well, maybe not a pretty it, bad one. You you don't have a good one, right? I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. Okay, we have a quorum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what was so the big O? Uh, the plot, what was the big O uh, term? We have we have reached an accord. We have come we have, to terms. We have come to terms. <laughs> Come to terms with what, Big O? <laughs> with me smashing you with my arm pistons. Showtime! Yeah, elbow pistons. <laughs> you want to watch Big O again? Yeah. You want to do that? The Big O in this show is Tenchi. Is he? He's a zero. I mean, I guess he's like... He's such a ponce. I, I think he's... Like the big O in that there's nothing clear about him, but I think it's less because he's like a mystery wrapped in an enigma sort of character. It's so big O is sort of like a deep well within to into the earth's bowels. And if you go down far enough, you reach like the truth about how the planet works. Whereas Tenchi is like a well that used to be used to draw water. But people forgot what it was used for, and now you're just looking down, and you can't you can't tell the difference just by staring at the surface. But one is so much less interesting than the other, right? There's just nothing there. Yeah, Ten- Tenchi is a male in high school. He's done and done. He's supposed to be this chosen one who's powerful and like can do things and stop the bad guy. But he pretty much just does whatever people tell him to. Honestly, he's a stand. He he's so personalityless because he's a stand-in for the male viewers as a blank slate to project their fantasies upon. Like right. when you're playing a video game and you know you you are the main character, it's it's a it's lot a power of the time fantasy. is 
a lot of the time it's easier to relate to them if they are voiceless. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine Link or something. Like you kind kind you kind of want to see yourself as him. He never talks. He doesn't really have a personality. So it's 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 easier to imprint yourself upon him. Yeah. That's sort of what they're doing with Tenchi. And he does d- become a bit more confident in the second season. Um in most situations like the battles and stuff, but he just has a lot of trouble negotiating all the women that are around him. So the thing I like about Tenchi is that his only function is to swing his, swing his big dick around when all the women get scared. <laughs> and 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 the way you're saying like he gets more confident is like he's becoming more masterful using his units. <laughs> it's like he's really shy at first and thinks well, he's doing it wrong. <laughs> the women are kind of rolling their eyes, but after a while, everyone's like, "Oh, Tenchi." Let me try you and move, put it this you way. You move it so naturally. <laughs> Let me try and put it this way. During the spaceship half of the show... His dick. During the spaceship half of the show, um, you know, he, he wins, like, battles, but mostly because people are like, hey, you have this superpower you didn't know about. He's like, what? Hey, have this sword that only works for you. Guess what? You're the crown prince. Yeah. And you've got demon blood heritage from 50 generations back. <laughs> No, I'm serious. This is the same thing as the last bit of Yu Yu Hakusho. The worst bit like, of Yu Yu Hakusho. I agree. I wrote that fucking shit down. Like, this is... <laughs> sorry. Like, to turn into... I don't know what I did there. I just started swearing like crazy. It bothers me so much. I, I recently t- started talking to this one uh, this one girl in grad school in my in my uh, research project uh, group. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we were kind of bonding over Yu Yu Hakusho and how we both loved Kuwabara better than anything else. And it's because he never has this ridiculous, like, undermining <laughs> of his entire character by making him a chosen one. Mm-hmm. It's so boring to have that happen. He does get the, like, oh, I'm upset, power boost kind of thing, though. Um, yeah, but, like, if you're the crown prince, that's fine, but... I, it, <laughs> just it's just a guy. So, no, like, if you're winning because you're the crown prince, that sucks. I don't care at all. Right. If you're winning because you're a badass, that's way better. He serves his function in the other half of the show, the harem part. He's just completely oblivious. Like, yeah. the show's name is No Need for Tenchi. Yeah, that, that that's super true. And, like, and, everything uh, he says is predicated by this confused utterance. Like, no, it's like a it's like a kid in high school who can't handle women. Yeah, and I'll get more into that when we do the tone. Yeah, but he, he, it's like his actor wasn't given a script, or <laughs> given one that didn't have any cue lines. So somebody's like Tenchi, what do you think about this? And he's like, Uh, I like it. I can't answer that. How are you? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. Yeah, he is a little bit robotic. He's sort of a angsty. He's like directionless, angst, and worry. It's really stupid. Why? What do all these women see in him? Uh, I mean, he's a great swordsman. You know, not really. <laughs> no, but like, like the sword gets so big. Ugh. Like, did you notice? Did you notice too. that um, that sword that has it has three gems in it, and when he gives one to Ryoko, it only has two, and it really looks like a phallus. <laughs> I didn't. I, I thought it, I was comparing it to a phallus entire, like the entire time. It, well, that's its function, but it starts looking no, that, a lot that's like That's why a phallus. it's there. Like, what if he just got a shotgun? I would love this show. <laughs> a boomstick. 
Yeah. <laughs> and he just yelped after each one, just hooted. Woo! <laughs> that's, that's, the creators of the show, that's more personality than your protagonist currently has. They could have done a lot more to make him likable, but I, I agree, like, because he's a stand-in for the audience, mm-hmm. he has to be low-key. He has to be... Oh, I'm a nice guy. Why don't, why don't these women like me? Well, when I project myself into the show, they do. Yeah, yeah. And they like <laughs> you not based on anything that you happen to be doing. Like, they just like <laughs> you intrinsically. They like you because you're a good guy, you know? On the inside. No, like, yeah, like, you, you might not be useful, but, like, you're a good guy, and they all know that. Yeah. Like, it's it's just so, so obviously... It, <laughs> Go on. Who who else do we got? Um, well, the main, I guess, female lead is mm-hmm. Ryoko. Like she's the Ryoko first the blow up doll. She's the first uh the first woman that we meet and she's she's kind of like the person she's You know how of, Okay, so each one of these girls like you were <laughs> Like, fulfilling like a different granddad- fantasy. Old, gr- old granddad Tenchi kind of explained this to us in the top of the episode. Uh each one of these girls is a different like are you, think of the word. Are you the archetype? kind of guy that likes tomboys? Are you the kind of guy that exactly. likes girly girls? Uh exactly. too young, you like too smart old, ones. mature. Horn rim glasses, librarian. I dig the librarian. I don't know what you're talking about. Naughty nurse. <laughs> they do have one of those, don't they? Um Yeah. Each one of these characters is just a different archetype of attractive woman. And they Up might to and including pedophilia. They might not so have had they might not have had the most character development, but they did have They don't have the most character like they were very consistent in their epitome of that kind of beauty. I mean they fit their archetypes well. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean it's, I don't know, is this like based on an H game or something? Cuz like I could see it coming right out of one. Ugh. Sounds like it could have been. So Ryoko is sort of our main source of like unabashed fan service and physically and mentally dominating. Yes. Like a like a little bit of tsundere sort of sort of deal. Mhm. And uh yeah, she, if anyone has to show skin and they do, it's usually her first. Yeah, cuz like she's you know, she's thousands of years old and she doesn't understand your modern notions of modesty, so whatever. Yeah, she she's like playful and flirtatious and, you know, and she has superpowers. I, is she like I forgot because, you know, it's not a big dick sword, so oh, well, it's I, not going to help. I I like it a lot because she'll just be floating through rooms or command oh, or like, the flash step? <laughs> yeah. I love the flash step. She could like flash step her hand into your balls and rub them from the inside. Are you kidding? <laughs> this this degraded pretty quickly. <laughs> um and the superpowers that she has are somehow related to the gems on Tenchi's sword. The details are animated away a few times, but <laughs> I like that she's she starts flirting with Tenchi in order to gain control of the sword's gems because he's the only one who can relinquish them. Yeah, she has one of the better reasons to become attached to Tenchi in that she's sort of bl- trying to blackmail him a little. But then she starts developing actual feelings for him after he. Do you remember why? Do you remember when she was like this demon? Yeah. Like, entirely made out of bone, like this husk. Yeah. Remember that? Remember that part? <laughs> that didn't last long. Remember how she's now in love with a 16-year-old whom she watched from birth somehow? Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's not what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Steamy. 
Mm, steamy. <laughs> um, yeah. Tenchi-san. Yes? <laughs> like Just that's, Tenchi-san. The sort of, that's the sort of interaction you would see. Well, that's what you get. Little back rub. <laughs> oh, Tenchi. You really make me feel comfortable. Yeah? <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. You want some water? Let's get ice cream. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> it's not Skeeter, I think. It's more Doug. But what if they what if they opened up that like mine shaft and like it just Skeeter hops out? <laughs> <laughs> hey Doug, mean Tenchi. <laughs> I'm gonna um, follow you forever. So we she develops a bit when we uh meet Kagato later. She devel- she she developed very early on. <laughs> God. lately. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, that, yeah. Go on. So she was. Con- we find out that she was controlled by Kagato to attack the planet Jirai, which is um something. Has something, five something. people on it. Yeah, as I recall, and they're all royalty. Right. So it's one of those. Shows th- this kind of leads into the other like main love interest, Ayaka, who is the princess of Jirai, and so they start off hating each other because like. She attacked them, but then, like, she was controlled, but then, like, she still wants power. It's it's kind of yeah, a... Yeah, she's kind of... She, she flip-flops a little bit. Um, I do want to say one more thing about Ryoko, which Ayaka kind of brings out, which mm-hmm. is just that she's a huge troll to Ayaka. <laughs> like, like, in any interaction where they're going to be discussing, hey, which one of us do you think has the biggest knockers? And just, like... Ayaka yeah. is going to be the passive, submissive, modest one mm-hmm. until Ryoko just kind of teases her into risque behavior. And I think which I do he... like for Ryoko because it kind of reflects the more alien aspect of her personality in that she just kind of has no ethic. She she doesn't really have social uh, conduct. She, she's down. not grounded in the present at all. She's not limited by current culture. She also just, like, doesn't care if she, like, hurts people, which is nice. Yeah. I, like... I always like it when aliens do that. I hate when they're, they, I hate when they Dr. Manhattan themselves and they're like, I care about this one girl even though I'm a god. No, you don't. Yeah. You forgot what you were and the plot needed to continue. Um, but I, you know, y- you'll notice that Ryoko is very strong and dominant, but is very sensitive to if Tenchi likes her or not in this really gross way. Moving on to Ayaka. Yeah, yeah, it is inconsistent. Is it? It's she's kind of Kim Possibless. Well, it's it's you know, the the she's such a dominant woman, except when the man takes over. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, can't use your can't use your flash step yet, Ryoko Chan. <laughs> yeah, I can win a sword fight against this you know ancient demon master slash alien space pirate. Why that, not? That was that that fight actually was the few one was like the only time that I liked that was because she she was so unused to anything threatening her that yeah. she was clearly like psychologically unnerved. Mm-hmm. Every point after that, when Tenti just whips out his his dick rocket, it's just not it's just not interesting anymore. <laughs> Should have gotten a different phallic imagery weapon for each occasion. <laughs> he's just he's just loaded up with an arsenal. <laughs> um so Ayaka is the princess of Jirai. More different fan service. Yeah, so like you said, she's modest, passive, the sort of She's the shy girl in class, the shy maybe not smart one, but like 
comes from money, sort of. She's her voice She's is unusual. Like it's not quite British, but it definitely has an upper class air to it. It's very uh, did breathy. You, did you watch the sub or the dub? I watched the dub. I actually I, watched the sub. I, I listened a bit to the sub, and it was I couldn't do it. I feel like Ten- Tenji's voice sounds too deep in the dub to me. Ten- like, really? I, I feel yeah. I like the idea that he's sort of like on the cusp of adolescence, and I, that that's why he's having so much difficulty. I thought he sounded younger in the dub. Really? Yeah, like not quite sure where he was. Well, I mean, yeah, that that that, that aspect of his personality is always pretty prevalent. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, like we were saying with Ayaka. This is the reserve submissive one, so like, and these are the two main love interests. So if you're a male watching this, which you are, um, then <laughs> these two are this, for Tenchi. The others are for you. The others are just like your side play. Like this is something bad happens between you and the main girl. Like you got to meet her parents, and it doesn't go well. And this is your this is your side play. Sure. This is your throw pillow. <laughs> but uh, Ayaka is one of the two girls that you kind of like might if you were a person no judgment here if you were a person who like developed attachment to a girl in an anime it does happen we might as well you know approach it on those terms then this is going to be one of the girls that it happens to you want to develop that a little well like i mean the idea is that you're a guy in high school and you're scared of women yeah so if you're going to choose a girl, it's going to be one one of the girls who has the most screen time. And two, someone with a more well-defined personality. Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be this or Ryoko. And I actually got to thinking that watching this as a kid, as you're kind of growing into your um, adolescence and and hormonal kind of patterns, it might be a really good litmus test to figure out what kind of girls you like are attracted <laughs> to. You know? You know, me. assuming that real life j- isn't easy enough to figure that out. I like my ladies animated, personally. <laughs> I like my ladies with long ass hair who can flash step. <laughs> you can't dimension door back of the line, honey. I think <laughs> it's like a, it's like a big th- sign on my dorm room door. It's like it's like no earthbound chicks or something like that. If um, you know it, this portrays an unrealistic standard of beauty for women. Most women aren't this pixelated. (laughs) Zane, which one of these girls do you prefer in the dating sim aspect of watching this show? I honestly liked Washu the most. Alright, well, well, let's talk about Washu then. Um, So, Washu... Real, real briefly, because this is kind of these other characters are not as interesting. Washu's the science type. She's, uh, she's like five thousand <laughs> years type old. Science type harem girl, <clears throat> effective well, against effective against brawny type harem girl. Well, she's Ryoko's mom, and even though she's like, <laughs> she's very serious. <laughs> it's getting so creepy already. Like she has a serious role, but she still like has fun and plays pranks, and she's just very aware of what's going on. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really care there, for her. There's an episode where they like take, they like look after Tenchi's aunt's baby or something, and everyone's like completely falling over themselves, can't handle it, and she's just like, "Oh, I know how to care for this thing. Oh, it's Spank adorable." The shit out of that baby. <laughs> you get a little character development. Yeah, um, that's not so bad. But she, um, you know, I, I like how in control she is without being insane in the way that Ryoko is. Um, like, yeah, the whole Ryoko thing is like 
you can't have just like a strong female personality. She also has to submit to the man. With yeah. Washu, I guess you don't get that, which must must have been a bit of a relief. Well, Washu's not. It, it works because Washu's not really desired in any way by Tenchi. There's not even a little really sexual tension. Although she she's like, call me little sure Washu, and he's like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one time Tenchi is challenged to a duel by some guy and everyone's placing bets and the women are like, I bet Tenchi will win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Washu's like, I bet Miyoshi wins. And then <laughs> Miyo- Miyoshi crash lands to defeat the other guy. Like she, like her ship just explodes. Sweet. <laughs> so like, I, I like that sort of hyper aware, super it, smart it, thing. Yeah. It's, it's practical over romantic. And she's not over sexualized like the other ones are. She's like she's like your best friend in high school whom you you would like you know slobber on a bit if the going got real rough but you're not going to pursue a relationship. Thanks for bringing me back to high school, Ben. You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, like I already made peace with the fact that I'm just going to have to be a gross man for the whole episode today. <laughs> yeah. If you if you want to pretend like you don't have urges and that you are not aware <laughs> of these dynamics in high school, you, be my guest. Be the bigger man, Zane. I But I'm de- I'm delving into the I'm delving into the 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 underbelly of this harem <laughs> genre, which is just so smooth. I fully in- <laughs> I fully admit <laughs> Uh, but I am trying to move away from that as a person, so. Uh, away from what? From being that kind of guy. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you you have a, you have a, a girlfriend, so that's to be expected. <laughs> I, however, um, am an autumn flower, ready to just burst in any random given direction. So, ladies. anything happen to fly near me. So, ladies, if you are a character archetype who likes men who don't know a thing about botany <laughs> thinks that <laughs> flowers are like grenade propulsion systems <laughs> <laughs> what uh, you'll, you'll listen back to the few last sentences I said yeah. it'll make a little bit more sense <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm just trying to imagine like you know you give flowers to a girl to get her to like you and then like it's just a grenade it's Joker and Harley Quinn man didn't you read the backstory um, should have read the comic who was your preferred gal uh, you know what I I think in real life I generally prefer an Ayeka Ayeka how do you fucking pronounce that Ayeka alright I generally prefer that one like I like being with a girl that makes me feel like I can make decisions, not one that makes me like want to weep in a corner. <laughs> so I feel like I would like Ayaka in real life, and history has taught me that. I kind of get along with people whom are as shy as I am. Mm. But, but damn, Rio, <laughs> I don't know. She, <laughs> she she was just a little bit more appealing, like even person just personality wise. Yeah. I, kind of like i was happy to see her in the show and not really happy to see ayaka because ayaka is so much less fun to watch do stuff she doesn't do anything unless ryoko prompts it yeah um, and, and maybe we should jump away from this one before it gets a so, little bit too so you're not interested in uh miyoshi at all is that the what is that the spaceship yeah miyoshi's this um like ditzy blonde space cadet oh fucking miyoshi really no. one-dimensional pass pass um and don't then- need her and then the last girl is uh, Sasami, who's Ayaka's sister. Don't need her sister. Also that, not necessary. That's for the pedophiles who are watching. And, <laughs> you know. I, bu- I believe the term, the proper term is Lolicon. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, that's what they is. Like, from Lolita? 
I, I think so. That's what I always related back to. My entire they, they life. have a common Latin term. My entire life, I always conflated Lolita and Candide, and I don't know why, and I need to read both so that I stop doing that. I think you need to read both at the same time. Well, you read both of them with one eye and have your mind just split into two halves. And then um, for the furry hat, uh, for the furry crowd, <laughs> oh, um, yeah. there's Rio well. Oki, who is a cat, what is also a spaceship, but in the second season becomes a girl who is still a cat who is a spaceship. I don't need it. I just, I do appreciate that they have a cat that is a spaceship. That's pretty sweet. Like <laughs> I don't I don't mind that. You'd be surprised own. how little detail they go into about that. No, they, they accept it <laughs> intrinsically. <laughs> they accept it way easier than anyone having feelings. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, her spaceship is a cat, and his spaceship's a tree. Yep, the key is. And a they sword. live in the middle of a big uh a big J- Japanese forests like they have. Mm-hmm. Can we uh, talk about that? Sure. I want to. I want to talk about where the fuck we are. <laughs> what What is this set in? Like when they're actually on Earth? What is this like? The Adirondack Edo? They don't really like. They don't really bring in any modern technologies to give it a kind of a timeless feel. But you get the sense like, oh, you know, he's at his grandparents' house out in the boonies Perpetually. for for a yeah, few for like a weekend, in. and then it just lives there. No, like think back to like Inuyasha, or to a lesser extent, uh, that one where that was Wincest. Uh, <laughs> I can't yeah, think of it right yeah, now. Yeah, in Inuyasha, and though, the demons—they're always at like their grandma's house near a shrine of well, some sort. Well, in Inuyasha, you, know? you go to the past through a well. Right. In this show, you're in a completely separate environment, but it's just because we didn't feel Try like to get into an entirely different well. <laughs> mm-hmm motherfucker <laughs> no you're just like a mile outside of town and nobody asks questions <laughs> yeah like i don't know like i thought that japan was like sort of what, what wasn't japan like a lot of fishing industry and then like also like tech but not really farmland like not really farmable land you asked me to look up the production history of the show you didn't ask me the agricultural history of japan you know, it's just really my bad. <laughs> I should have done that. Japan plus trees. <laughs> See if it, I bet I can glean something from this. We've got offensiveness bingo going on. Oh, and, yeah. Uh... Sakura blossoms. Lovely. All right. These are beautiful trees. <laughs> <laughs> are you Are you, like, sexually aroused by trees, Ben? Oh, they didn't have any tree people in this. What the yeah, fuck? Big oversight. Mm-hmm. They did it in Secret of Mana. The <laughs> fuck? I just said Come big, on, Dryad. Big oversight. <laughs> Maple sap. C- come on. So, uh, where where were we precisely? Uh, I think we were going to talk about the tone of the show. Yeah, I guess we can do that. Um, is... Is you this, first. <laughs> is this show really sexist or really progressive? Uh, uh, now, I, I don't like to ascribe either one of those to the, this to that to them. I, I, I rather than saying that, I would say it is commercially like a good a good commercial move. Like they knew their audience and they hit it. It's not really indicative of the creators so much as it's indicative of the market. And in that way, I guess it's pretty sexist. Yeah, but it's also kind of right. It's it's weird because, you know, we shouldn't expect much in the way of progressive attitudes in a show called 
you know, in the harem genre. I don't um, need that man. But it I'm not sure if it's better or worse that Tenchi is so far removed from your standard ideal of manliness. I I think I like that he well i mean like i he's said like, he's, he's like completely out of control like he's no you need you need him relatable that's the ideal that's what you go for in the show and you nail it you he's know? being he's being bossed around in five different directions it's not as though he's in power here uh, what you want it to be like black dynamite <laughs> where just everything follows him around and just works out because he's such a man's man i want everything to be black dynamite ben I don't know whether I would say this is sexist or progressive. I don't think I would say it was progressive. No, I, 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 that, that's a bit far, but it's... You, I don't know. It's pretty, it's pretty sexist, I think. Like, it I, it I is. Like, just not really... Uh, like I said, not really of the creators, but like it indicates a flaw in our society that kind of no one has an answer to, and they're just kind of you know capitalizing on that and i can't really fault them for it it was a good move yeah (laughs) it sold out this this sold out like gangbusters and western audiences well it was advertised as like a catfighting type of show like tenchi's in the middle there's six women who love him etc etc and that hasn't done in ragtime hello my baby hello my darling Hello, my tension girl. Um, and that happens more in the second season. The first season actually has a lot more of that space piracy thing. But I, I could have done without it. I, I think, you know, I could see somebody making the argument that this is actually a progressive show, or at least not bad. You know, like yeah. you can say like, well, here, you know, it seemed like it was, you know, being down on women. But really, if you look at it in the broader context, something, something. But it's got such a veneer you know, there, there's, there's such consumerism. a great, no, there's there's such a great counter argument to someone trying to say that it's a progressive show, though, and that's just that all of the women are completely helpless once the big problem occurs, and Tenchi has to whip his dick out to solve it. Did you see that? Um, Without fail. Have you ever seen that article that was like, no, no, blurred lines, like the music video is actually all about empowering <laughs> women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember even, that. Even if that's true, no, you guys listen. You're hiding killer, it. I was talking about a killer who was a cop. <laughs> Not you completely misinterpreted my lyrics. <laughs> guys, it was satire. <laughs> it was satire, okay. I'm just trying to ask the big questions here. <laughs> Why isn't everyone talking about furry spaceships? <laughs> <laughs> guys, this uh, is big. Um, uh, you yeah. know what? I I have to say this without spite. I I was a young man who could not talk to girls and held them more as unattainable or even inhuman creatures on a pedestal. Yeah, me too. And and having an outlet for such interactions, like without actually exposing yourself to risk or rejection, it's a, it's an appealing outlet. It is. So like, yeah, it's sexist, but. You know, give the people what they want. There's a market for this, and you can't really blame them for it. And I guess the whole Tenchi whipping his dick out to resolve the issues is, is, is comes along with that. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have to, but it, it fucking did. And we ate it up. Good job, America. <laughs> I do think they tried to develop the female characters more in the second season. And I think yeah, that, they do. And I think that's good to show that these aren't, like, you know... Just, you know, just the, the, bits of skin. There's there's two ways to dehumanize somebody 
and it you it's either demean them or idolize them. And th- this show goes back and forth without really reaching a happy medium. But well if said. you if you are that guy who's you know only known rejection and thinks of women as this other species, this is a good place to start to get you away from that. That being said. Please, please burn the copy of Tenchi Muyo once you get past that rejection phase, because <laughs> this is, like, not a good viewpoint to have about women. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Careful. Get moderation in all things. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... it. Like, just watching this, it's it's clearly not going to be good for a young man's psyche. That's the trap, right? The trap is that it sells well, but it, it's also kind of... I, I hesitate to say it's harming the youth, but it sort of fucking is. Like, it's getting men to think it's okay to think treat women as objects. I mean, you have one scene. They're literally sitting around getting drunk in a hot tub talking about Tenchi. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like it's, it's pretty not great to it's baby build steps. those expectations up. We're doing baby steps here. I guess. Um, there are two things <laughs> yeah. that I want to say about what you just said. Mm. One is that at least this is a show that has mostly women. You know, you look at a lot of shows where there's just there's just no women. It's like the same problem, though. It's the same problem, but at least it's different. I mean, I guess you do get to have some personality to these women. They'd be pretty boring if they was just blow up real life dolls. But I mean, like, I would rather it's, be able. It's to just s- like not enough. I would rather be able to see an issue in black and white than to not be see the issue at all. Yeah, okay. It's yeah, I guess so. The the other thing I wanted to mention is that every single time you say the words young man, the theme song to YMCA plays in my head. <laughs> da, 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 da. I remember that I was going through this phase one time where uh when we had like, you know, elementary school choir mm-hmm. and uh I I got bored cuz then we all like why the fuck was I doing elementary school choir? So I made a game of it by just taking the S's out of all the words. And I remember this. And songs for it. <laughs> it fun to tell you. It hard, fun. Hard Day's Night, I remember you did. Hard Day Night. <laughs> it been a hard you day should, night. You hood be leaping like a log. <laughs> um, um, to talk about something else in the in the, in the the tone, I mean, the whole women thing is, is, of course, at the forefront. But when they're not kind of in their own teenage drama dynamics... Uh, there's there's actually occasionally pr- some pretty decent comedy, mm. uh, n- and not in the generic like. Are you talking tenchi- about those delightful barrel robots? I fucking don't know what the barrel robots are, but they're it those, sounds like it's great. There's those little things that follow Ayaka, and I don't know. Oh how, my god, they are barrel robots! I don't know how they I sound in the sub, that. but in the dub they have Jersey accents. Yo, that's great. <laughs> She just inducted a couple of Knights of Justice to be her bodyguards. <laughs> Why are her robot bodyguards trees, though? Like, I really don't get the... This is one of those, like... Uh, I guess in another thing about tone and genre, it's, like, it's hitting you with the two sides of not your real life that you're gonna enjoy, mm-hmm. which is the noble savage aspect of living in the woods, and then you have the, uh... And then you have the Star Wars, you know, epic confrontation aspect, the sure. sci-fi element. Yeah. So, it, like, it's just it's tr- trying to get this show. This whole show is just trying to get you away from your dull life as a <laughs> as a teen who can't talk to women. <laughs> and they know you have that because you're watching. Because yeah. <laughs> you're fucking watching it. Um, there is occasionally decent comedy though. Like, uh, they, at one point, I saw them getting attacked in a attacked in a spaceship. 
mm-hmm. um, by someone who can predict their actions. I think it was Kago Kakogasari Kagato Kuka Kukamanga and uh, <laughs> Joey Kukamanga. One of the one of the women gets the spaceship drunk, which <laughs> totally happens, and it allows them to evade his attacks. And he's like complimenting them on their on their ingenuity when in fact they just fucking didn't know what they were doing. It's like ah, what a what a brilliant stratagem. It these are worthy foes. It might have. Fuck did you make it? Spaceship it, get drunk it, on sake. It might be that it, I just haven't watched it in about a week. Or maybe I wasn't paying that close attention. We might have actually watched, like, the sub might be different than the dub, like, in more significant ways. Oh, yeah? Are they, like, drinking lemonade or iced tea? Like, I think they Having cut out Arnold bits Palmer. and added in other bits. That's funny. Now, um, by other bits, and cut out some bits, are you talking about Ryoko's nipples, which they fucking show? Yeah. They show nipples on this. It's really weird. It's kind of tentacular. Um... Like I, yeah. I, I, they don't I, they don't shy away from showing off the curves. Man, I, I'm sure that like in the dub, which got shipped to Toonami, they would totally like throw about them nipples. I, I think put what electric they, tape on. Them. I think what they did is they animated in swimsuits. Oh yeah, that, that's a good way to do it, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, just just hanging out there like a Barbie doll. <laughs> <laughs> like she's completely naked and it's just Barbie doll. It's pretty Barbie doll with Super Saiyan hair. Yeah, which, um, like, way to take two things I don't like and hope that the combination is somehow <laughs> in in the right range. Um, the the last thing I wanted to mention mm. is that um, for the first few episodes, like, you know, you, you click on the one labeled one, and then you click on the one labeled two, and you hope that it's the second episode. It might be the second episode in a different uh in a different it, it tenchi, is, it's a real cartoon. struggle with this with this series. But here's I, the thing. Uh, if you go to Hulu, they have them all lined up real good. Really? Uh, I didn't even think of looking at Hulu. Yeah. Um but uh, it, it took me a while to find a good one as well. In the first season at least, every episode starts in a way that makes me think I accidentally clicked on a completely different show. Like there's always some alien creatures or something we haven't seen talking about something we have no context for. <laughs> it's yeah. really wild like end of the end of the first episode tenchi and ryoko are in tenchi's bed and he's like what's going on here and then beginning of second episode <laughs> no no he's he's that what's much happening of an ignoramus. To my body <laughs> he's reading that little like what, <laughs> what what's to go- do what to expect when you're per- <laughs> when you're what when you're expect- a swordsman or something what like that. to expect when there's a woman in your bed <laughs> step one how to seal the deal with quotation marks and then it's got like pictures of him chopping up some alien with a sword it's like a choose your own adventure I book see. based on the situation if your room has a hot tub turn to page five <laughs> but like and then the beginning be sure to be as uninteresting and bashful as you possibly can girls eat that shit up the beginning of the second episode is on a spaceship with Ayaka talking to her barrel robots, <laughs> talking about planets and events that have never been referenced. Yeah, they, they do a I lot of world sk- building, actually. I, I thought I missed something. I thought this so, was like a case closed type thing where they just added more <laughs> after the end, the ending song. Scene missing. This, uh, I mean, that's the other top type, that's the other part of the subgenre, right? About the shonen thing being, you also have to have the action and the fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because when you're doing the fantasy, you're not doing the breast you can 
you you need to have a lot of time afforded to sort of world building and it actually it's not a world that I like, but it's built. <laughs> you, you make it seem like the exposition was limited to the first like couple minutes and the last few minutes because it's like, <laughs> oh man, Tenchi Muyo's on. Uh, uh, guys, get in here, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> Dim the lights. Ooh, let's get some popcorn. <laughs> Pass me that cradle of blue. <laughs> I don't know who that one was. It's hedonism bot. <laughs> I yeah, you keep it in a cradle. <laughs> sultry um shall we move on to other aspects of the show yeah let's talk about something that we haven't talked about so far which is the animation boisterous Mm. (laughs) bouncy so this is obvious where the creators put most of their like creative focus Mm -hmm. because you can sort of design a harem or action genre more or less from rote i feel like yeah it just doesn't have that many moving parts to necessitate a lot of creativity. But for the animation, you you get some pretty good variations in the action scene. The action scenes are pretty great, I thought. I agree. The um, because they start bringing in like like not only like space dogfights, but there's mm. also you know one on one stuff. Sometimes they just are wearing something completely different. Like Tenshi draws a sword, and now he's wearing samurai gear. Fine. It's the best. It, yeah, the Shaolin showdown moment. He holds up the sword and like these light barrier thing and appears in front of him. Yeah, you got your stand. You got your standard uh, Japan animation SFX going yeah. on. Um, There's a yeah. Like, so you know, in like most action shows where there's a sword fight, you have that just like. They're standing still, and their arms are going every direction, and they're kind of doing the same three-attack pattern multiple times, and they shoot back to that same pattern multiple times because they didn't feel like drawing other action sequences. Yeah. That is not a thing that happens here. It's not, like, you know, sometimes they take breaks for teenage dialogue, but they're never the same action sequence, which Mm -hmm. I like. Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely something I'm going to keep an eye out for in the shows that we we end up watching later on because that shit infuriates me and it's understandable, but it's so hard to get past it. Like they do it in Samurai Jack, where <laughs> you'll just like he'll be walking and like kind of waving his arm, and you'll just see flashes of light from the sword, but it's not like varied arm movements. Yeah, like we've a bunch seen of this... flashes of light. With, like, up and down and up and down and up and down it, until he climaxes. It's like Power Rangers. At least five minutes of stuff you've seen. Like, <laughs> like frame for frame stuff you've seen. Sure. Oh, also Dragon Ball Z. Yep. It's uh, pretty rough. But the um, the thing about the different characters, like the way the different characters are portrayed in the animation, mm. I do like that they are differentiated very well. Um, you know, some some animes you can't tell the difference between the characters except that they're wearing different clothes. Th- they, this doesn't have that problem. Yeah, it's it's almost the same problem. by necessity because they they don't wear clothes a lot of the time. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but um, it's kind of like porn. In no. that, <laughs> no, this show. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> you thinking of Hamtaro again? <laughs> um, because. No matter what your fetish is, it's represented. Yep. You're welcome, men of the earth. I um I was listening to a debate about um pornography and if it's good or bad for society. And it, it depends who's in control, I guess. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a, it's a more complex issue than you might think on first glance. Yeah. 
first rub? What was it? There was some big court case that was like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but, but I know, I it, know when I it when I see it. Yeah. Um, Which, like, it sounds like the most foghorn leghorn sort of judge thing to say. But one of the, uh, one of the, de- <laughs> yeah. One no, of like, the- you, you can't be a Southern, like, you can't not be a Southern redneck and be saying that as a judge. And I don't say, you know, you, you can't be like a Southern gentleman and not, and, and still be saying that sentence. Right. You know? Um, but the one of the debaters in favor of porn, she was saying, um, you know, a lot of women are down on themselves because of their body. They have body images because of society. No matter what your size or shape, there will be people on the Internet who are like, that's their thing. And like, <laughs> are you doing that again? That noise no. again? <laughs> no, don't come in. <laughs> so... I I, like, I I don't think that's the right argument to make. <laughs> to I, I I think I think that it's cool. I think that like that's the mindset they were in with this show in the way that they're portraying the different women. I again think that you well yeah maybe on the porn perspective. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that it was trying to be progressive because there's just no way. No, oh, I'm not saying it was progressive. I'm saying they knew that they had to appeal to a wide audience. Yeah, and they do that with most harem shows that you might watch. Um, I mean, that's how the, do you feel about the that's harem the whole, genre in general? I mean, that's the whole point of a harem. You you don't want like you don't want just the one. You don't want clones. Yeah, boring clone unless harem. Twins. Unless they're twins, in which case it's enticing for some reason. There's got to be like a. I'm sure there's a graph online where it's like number <laughs> of clones versus arousal. <laughs> like it peaks at two and then starts leveling off. But when you get to about sixty, um. What was your question? Do you generally, do you generally, like, do you, uh, in what manner do you ever appreciate the harem genre? Have you ever enjoyed the harem genre? I'm having trouble thinking of other examples than this. Uh, I I will recommend one for you. Um, Thanks. And not because it's good, but uh, there's this one called High School of the Dead, which is, like, <laughs> panty shots to high heaven and then zombies in a high school. Like, oh, Okay. It's again pretty. It's pretty low hanging fruit, but the action scenes are so funnily idiotic. Like so, like they know it's idiotic, or like they try oh, their best, yeah. and this is B movie stuff. Like, <laughs> stop trying to get me to talk about Jerry Seinfeld. It's it's another thing. Like uh, like jumping off of a motorcycle while in mid flight to do a spinning sword attack, sort of idiotic. So it's self aware. Oh, like more than you think could possibly happen. So that's there's the... this really good uh, anime review guy online called Gigguk. Mm-hmm. G-I-G-G-U-K. I know how to spell Check gig-uk. him out if you're interested in uh, in some, like, him reviewing a few things, because it's pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, I Here's the thing about that is, you know, the harem genre is made with the audience in mind. Mm. Like, you, like, the whole self-awareness of that show. They know what the audience wants. They're here to provide it. And that's kind of it. Like, they're not trying to bring in other people. They're not trying to, you know, create this grand masterful piece of art. No, it's and not art. It's, it's... Well, here's the thing. I think this, this is one of it's the only examples of the harem genre that, you know, you could consider. This, is, this stands on its own. Eh, people outside the you, demographic that normally likes the harem genre... Could I, enjoy this show on its own merits. I, I think you're incorrect. Like I, <laughs> I think it's no. This is like such a harshly targeted approach to programming that the, I really the approach don't think in that general. I I do think this specific show reaches a bit beyond. Maybe like again, you have that other fantastic side, and that might get 
that might get you know the fringe, <laughs> you know that that might that might get the the fringe group the fringe vote. Sure, as as it may be. I honestly think it's targeting a little too hard. And to that end, it makes me feel kind of cheap as a consumer of of this of this yeah. sort of thing. Like, how dare you uh, purport to think that I like breasts and and scantily clad and legs all up to and uh and oh hey, look, it's back on. Like, yeah, like I don't know. But on would, on the other <laughs> hand, they wouldn't make it if it didn't have a market. And we're, we're we're more or less talking in circles again, so maybe we should just jump back into animation. Yeah. Um, I wanted to focus on something, which is the inconsistency of the special effects. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you do, noticed this. Do you Some mean of them are to the pretty extent good. That like in one episode you'll have a bunch of explosions and lasers, and in the next one you won't. Or do you mean like no? No, I quality. mean the quality. I mean the quality thereof, and it's actually demarcated in that exact way in which. Anytime it's something fantastic, they put their they put their front foot forward. Mm-hmm. Like they put their back into it. If you get like lightning or psionic sound waves or something like that, explosions, that's pretty good. <laughs> but if it's snowing, you can expect some MS paint shit going on. <laughs> like it's just so bad. Yeah. And I think it's a focus pulling technique. Like, here's the parts you should pay attention. Because when you're in the when you're not in the action, you're looking at the girls, you know? And again, I think that's part of the the difference they're trying to drive between those two aspects of the show. You know, in your action fantasies, you want things looking realistic. Mm-hmm. You like to really immerse yourself in that environment. Whereas yeah. in, in this in sort immersive, of, not realistic. In in the sex fantasy, you want things to be more iconic and less real because you want to be able to put yourself into that situation in a different way. Sure, sure. Yeah, be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I I didn't notice that, but that's a good point. Yeah, and and I'm trying to make up my mind on whether I like that or not. Like, do I consider that a, you know, uh, a tactical decision that made the show better is to make the art worse at times? <laughs> and I think it actually is. Yeah. Um, I also thought that the animation had some pretty bright colors and thick outlines, like really simplistic for the most part, but not, you know, it it, it didn't drag away like like it's again this is product not art so yeah you're you're that not fits. you're not showing off every ripple in the muscles you're not showing off every little dude i dimple. love anime that does that i'm a rob leaf liefield motherfucker <laughs> like i made you watch a few episodes of hajime no ipo and i'm like you watch a few of that and you're like there, there's no chance i didn't turn a little gay after that because like the mostly men in it are just they're just fun to look at uh i had a friend he's <laughs> just a it's just back in high school, a friend of mine, uh, back when we were like, you know, you go to gym class and you swim and then you shower off, um, was relating a time when like captain of the football team like was passing by and like talking to him like in the showers and he <laughs> and he turns around and he's like, and there he was muscles a gleaming <laughs> like, <laughs> in a completely heterosexual way he's just like this is a beautiful man yeah, there, there's all no appreciate- way to get there's no need to get all no homo on me like, let's let's all appreciate not- the male form here no like that's exactly it like yeah. you go to an art museum and you're like that is a that is a that is ripped bro without arms or no the, the man <laughs> the men had arms that's right but that's a ripped bro with no conception of modesty in a museum like you don't go to a beach and are like okay look at all the male look at all the men but you like you you talk about like seeing one in a in a in a show and you're like I don't want to see that no of course you do 
Of course you do. You it's a good looking man. Don't you lie to me. <sighs> yep. Yep. Uh, leaning into one last aspect of animation that I must talk about. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically for anime. Why, why, why exactly is it like erections are equivalent to nosebleeds in this genre, in this sphere of the world? Because I believe in the, the Japanese culture, penises are like know this. <laughs> like super taboo. Like sex is not tentacles fine, but <laughs> thanks. <laughs> no, th- I'm serious. Yes. I think they banned like the use of like showing penises. So it's it's representative of an erection, yeah. but not you know. It's not showing it because that's not okay. Exactly. And so the nosebleed, you know, it's one of those anime shorthands that we all yep. we all know what it means. And <laughs> yep. it, it provides us with an idea of when they're aroused and when they're not. And the, I thought it was the altitude of the mountain climate. It, yeah, you know, it also has sort of a intensity valve to it that we can all relate to. Yeah. <laughs> I want an anime to start out with one guy getting an erection so hard that he has a hemorrhage and dies, and the rest <laughs> of the anime is all about like his funeral rites and how his family remembered him. Well, theoretically, the blood should come back in after he's done. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on, guys, consistency with biology, conservation of libido, a well-known <laughs> aspect. The, uh, like if you get an erection, somebody else loses theirs. Loses theirs yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's why there's the, only one guy in this show. That's that's the that's the secret behind male enhancement, right? Like <laughs> it used to be a big thing, but when everyone started taking it, it suddenly didn't work anymore. Ben, it's still a big thing. Delayed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about the audio. Let's do it. So there was not a lot of background music. I noticed. I I thought that there were, I thought there were, there was good music. There were, the music was good. It's just there was a lot of times when it was silent. Like the voices would echo in a really unflattering way. Think so? Yeah. I didn't notice it. I, you, you'll notice it a lot in the first episode where like there's like sorry, I'm saying like a lot. There's no, it's all right. 8 minutes or so where there's no music at all. There's very evocative sound effects, but their voices are echoing. When there is music, it's generally when the characters or it's generally not when the characters are talking. Mm-hmm. Like, there, it's much more during a fight sequence, uh, some piano ballads during emotional moments, but they keep it pretty silent during exposition. Yeah, I guess that's true. I didn't need music through and through this, though. Like, I thought that the places where they did put music, was it was a good time to use it. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I really liked the music they did put in. Like, I thought that was the tracks are pretty good. And each character had a leitmotif, which I know you like. Oh, man, like, my nipples were hard. You know, immediately. <laughs> they, they Somebody have else's nipples got soft halfway around the globe. There's a theme for that. <laughs> what would the theme for that be? Um, <laughs> it's more than a feeling. More than a feeling. What's yeah. that song? In Boston. More than a feeling. Is that what the lyrics to that are? Stop tweeting, I'll try. But nobody <laughs> used play where. Nobody knows the lyrics. Nasty be a dream round. How do you feel about Boston? Let's bring it down, Zane. The band or the... Yeah, the band. I only know that one song. Like, are you sure that it's not a bunch of songs and you just remember the one song because they're similar? What does I that mean? Low blow, but... I know how more than a feeling sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> why, why? This is the weirdest make thing a you've ever attack of it. I'm sorry. This is the weirdest thing you've ever accused me of. <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> Zane, do you think that more than a feeling is actually several songs? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Where did you get that? <laughs> you said that that would remain in confidence. <laughs> I just finished paying you back, man. <laughs> now I'm gonna get hard, so you can't. Oh, it's the greatest, the greatest revenge there is. <laughs> Everybody's paired up at birth. Like when when you say like to somebody, oh yeah, well I'm gonna fuck your mom. You know, either you're not insulting them because you're fucking their mom. It's because now they can't fuck their mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. So you, the music I genuinely the, enjoyed, and it's varied enough so that the treats, tracks don't repeat a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you're I know you're still in the other thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you back? I think so. Uh, yeah. So solid music. Well done. I think. Yes. It, like you know, Montessori school of of putting music into the show. They 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 do it when it's necessary, and then they get the hell out of the way so we can have some. It's just some some, uh, it's some just... dialogue about why some characters' breasts are not as big as other people's breasts, and why it's a personal yeah. failing. It's just not something I'm used to. I think having really yeah, having that much silence. Well, the thing is, like the tone of the show is so harshly split down the middle. So yeah. it makes sense that you're not used to it. Like I bet it happened in Big O too. If you wanted to, if you wanted to go back to that, maybe I. Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna check. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we should cut that theme in again. Thanks. Yeah, no um, problem. Speaking of, uh, any thoughts on the intro? No, not really. I I like the you quick skip cuts. past it. <laughs> I honestly skipped past it most of the time. Like, it just wasn't fast enough to get me hooked. And I saw spaceships in it, and that's kind of a turnoff for me for intros for some reason. I liked it because it was disco. Was it disco? Like, complete with a strobe light. <laughs> that's that's kind of sweet. <laughs> yeah, they, it was like they're all on the dance floor with a little bit of uh, some that Japanese Tenchi instrument that I don't floor. know. Yeah. Tenchi out on the dance floor. Give me a beat. Tenchi out on the dance floor. Tenshi out in the dance floor. No, do a give me a, like a like a hard thumping bass. Wait. No, like uh, here you do it, and I'll I'll give you a beat behind it. Tenshi on the dance floor. Tenshi on the dance floor. Tenshi on the dance floor. Do you know that um, Flight of the Concords song? Uh, Too many dicks on the dance floor. Oh man, this is like not enough dicks on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah, this is the opposite. <laughs> Th- that's where all the dicks went, Ben. Conservation of dick. Yeah, Tenji's dick is just so massive. <laughs> like this whole show is just about like selling male enhancement pills because Tenji took all of the natural male enhancement uh, and several, a lot of unnatural male enhancement. <laughs> yeah, like glowing sword penises. Yeah, and uh... I, uh, I, I also have something to say about the sound because mm-hmm. uh, that's another thing that's sort of demarcates the two halves of this of this show i don't know if you noticed but there's a lot of like goofy hamtaro-esque sound effects when they're when they're not on the job so to speak yeah but then when they go into action scenes you hear the lightning you hear sword sounds it gets you know 
its dramatic tension focuses on the action scenes, and then they, you know, they use their downtime to rest and recover all their sound and animation. They they knew what they were trying to do. They did it well. It, mm-hmm. And it, then they took a break in a hot tub. It, it, I don't know how well it's aged. Um, or if or if I've just like, aged out of like it. Like all women, you know, they do tend to sag after a while, but you can still appreciate them for the for for the expressions they are. A vintage anime. Mm-hmm. Although, again, we we were saying this wasn't a work of art, so this is more like a mistress, I suppose. <laughs> and those never age well. And on that, never. <laughs> I think we can move on. Yep. Okay, um, so everybody, we tried to get all of our... Well, I did. I tried to get all of my misogyny out of the way at once. Yep. If it was not sufficient... Please send me some hate mail at www.cartoncast.com or our Facebook page. Yes. Um, and in conclusion with the Tenchi Muyo, you know, if you got a big dick or want to have a big dick, <laughs> yep, is your show. Uh-huh. So next time you're, you know, looking for looking for something to pound down your steamy, just like, and you, you're afraid to talk to actual women, throw, give this one a shot. You know, it might be for you. You know, I think that's the way you can generally talk about harem genres. If you think it's for you, it probably is. And if you're not sure, it probably ain't. I think that's a fair point. Yep. Um, um, but what ev- do we have next time? Ev- everyone is into next episode, which yeah. is a Space Ghost Who Toasts the Most Roast Coast to Coast. <laughs> You've been waiting. Yep. And, uh, yeah, everyone's into journalism and ghosts. So that one should be a delight. I believe we have a special guest. Uh, yes, I hope so. We're we're figuring out the scheduling details, but we should have that. We're trying to we're trying to book him. Uh, there's a scheduling thing. He's also visiting Leno at the same time, so we'll we'll try to sort that out for you guys. We have to reach into the spirit realm. Um, when I was in the back in improv back in college, we had a um, spirit realm. We had a show that was themed around like different airlines. And so we would have like, um, like there would be different themes of plane airlines. So like Pan Dam, which was you know black exploitation. There was oh, like sure. Delta Flight Upsilon, which was a sorority themed one. That's good. Uh, That's and good. like Bro Air or something. Uh, but the one the one that I did, which was my favorite, was Spirit Airlines. <laughs> i can see it in my mind's eye and it's glory it's like a haunted house that you can't leave for four hours (laughs) and my favorite line was our pilots just came in from another plane (laughs) (laughs) from the afterlife um anyway hopscotch hopscotch yep uh so what are we doing what are we doing uh episode after that Next, after that, we're doing the Cartoni Awards. Yes. You still, you silly bastard. So I don't have to think of one yet. What a silly bastard I am. <laughs> At least you admit it. Oh. Yes, we're, we're very excited for that. Yeah, we're the only ones, but that is not going to stop us. <laughs> Maybe we got too excited and everyone else's dicks fell limp. Yeah, we, we, we've been trying to stoke that for a while now. Yeah, it's going to be like, like a shotgun. <laughs> Just... Like spin art on the wall. It's gonna be yeah. crazy. I think that's a good metaphor for this whole episode. We we came out we came out strong, we hit it hard, and then we kind of puttered around for half an hour. Do you mean sputtered around? No. 
Um, so yeah, like us on Facebook, look at our Facebook page, or <laughs> look at our website, review us on iTunes, and tell your friends about the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, if you'll excuse me. Tenchi, what are you doing in there? Nothing. Close the door.